Hi, Sage. Hi, Danny. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Welcome back, everyone, yeah. to a new episode of Silence of the Hags. And who are we? We're your hags. We're your hags. Oh, my God. Um, how's we did that doing? in one try. I say also, please appreciate that. It will never probably happen again. Yes, hold for no, applause. I feel like I feel like we have a once every season quota of actual. What? Yes. Are you snapping? Sorry, now I'm cracking my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Some Snaps. ASMR for you. Snaps for the eggs. Snaps. Um. Yeah, you know I don't think we've even said yeah. What? Happy fucking New Year, everybody. Oh yeah, shit. Happy twenty twenty one. Happy twenty. It's not going great. Um, but it's not going on fire I, like last I year. I think it's, yeah, I think it's going better than last year. I mean, we have Biden and, and, and Miss Harris in office. Mm-hmm. Um, GameStop, GameStop stock and is Blockbuster through the roof. Blockbuster? They also were buying Blockbuster stocks. That's fucking funny. Yep. I didn't even know Blockbuster still existed. Neither did I. <laughs> Killing it. Their stocks exist. You know what? Maybe this will bring back Blockbuster. I wouldn't be mad about that. I wouldn't either. I, I miss, love movie stores. I, I miss, miss going in just like you browse through the movies. It's like Netflix, but not kind of lame and like covered in and so many more Cheeto dust and depression outfits. And it smells in there, like just kind of like, like smells movies. like plastic. Yeah, and there's always that like kind of kind of creepy, like ambiguously aged yes. guy with like a, a beard and like really long hair who kind of hits on you. Yes. I don't really miss that, but my nostalgia misses that. And their popcorn and their cotton candy, their snacks. <gasps> oh, I forgot that they did that. I oh know. my god! <laughs> there was a movie store in Chilliwack that had like Slurpees. Wow. Yeah. Damn. I think you were telling me mm-hmm. that this is a long. It's a big boy. Boy. <laughs> it might so. not be that long. My font just might be like oversized. Oh yeah, Danny. Um, like was like oh um so i didn't even know how many pages of research this was do you want to know how many pages and i was like yeah sure thinking you know i was like my last one was like 10 and that was a lot of pages so i was like eh, there's no way it's more than like 12 because that would be insane uh no this bitch has 26 <laughs> pages okay 26 is she using a size 20 font yeah but that's still a lot of goddamn pages <laughs> But it's, it's not, like 20, but not that big. Yeah, it's like only eight points bigger than... There's, here, we'll do this. There are 8,961 words. Okay. Yeah, that's almost like a like a solid... Like a college essay? Yeah, like a university I've paper. never had to write one, but... Me neither. Okay, so forewarning. I love those. This is French. And not French like normal people French. Oh, my God. No. Nope. It's French Canadian. <laughs> it's Quebec French. So I don't know any. I, okay. I know a few people who speak French. Um, <laughs> I'm going to absolutely butcher all these names, all these cities. Honestly, Quebec. We'll support you through it. They don't want to be a part of Canada, so I'm not going to try to Honestly, learn how to say their cities they anyway. said. Mm. They said, we want to be our own country. Yeah, in, sure. in the landlocked in the yeah. center of Canada. Yeah, literally. Okay, sure. Tell me about this. Yes. Tell me about this shit. So today we are going to be talking about the Ant Hill Kids. The Ant Hill Kids. The Ant Hill Kids. Um, which if you didn't 
get from everything that we just talked about. It's a Canadian cult. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite article that I was reading said, yes, Canada has cults too. <laughs> I was like, what is <laughs> the fuck? I was like, what I think, even did you mean? post that on the story? I did. And you're like, yep. Yeah, we sure, sure do. do. <laughs> Why are you guys acting like we're like fucking oz like yeah i gotta tell oh you something oh my god we're yeah, pretty Canada rotten over is here a real place we physically it's a real exist. place yeah yeah things are made here i they, yes they are they are i can't name any of them but they're made here maple syrup maple syrup uh skin and creams beavers Sometimes. that's all i got and moose meese moose Meese, I think I prefer meese, but I think it's moose is correct. So <laughs> my first speed bump that I had was How the man's name. <laughs> so I haven't gotten past this speed bump. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Oh, so, I know. Tell me. I don't. So <laughs> I'm not going to say his first name. I know how to say his last name. So you his don't name know how is, to say his first name. Okay. I don't know if it's because some articles are saying it's rock. Mm-hmm. It's R O C H. Some yeah. articles are saying it's Rush. It's Rock. It's Rock. I think white pe. I think well, white I Canadian guess French people are white. French- yeah, <laughs> English speaking only Canadian. I think is Rock. Yes, French Canadian is Rock. Okay, well I'm just gonna call him by his last name, which is Terrio. Yay! You did it, Terrio. Yeah, that was right. Terrio. Terrio. It's not Terrio. <laughs> nope, it's not so. that. Rock Terrio was the leader of the Ant Hill Kids, which is a small group that initially appeared to be an innocent community of free-thinking folks who supported themselves through self-sufficiency in their commune, um, and they lived out in the wilderness. This wow. sounds incredibly familiar. Yes. yes. Uh, don't you worry. There is mention of Jonestown in this. Oh, good. Yes. I love it. It all oh, ties together. Yeah. That's why I did this one next. Yeah, perfect. I'm excited. Yes. So this was a pretty... I'm, I'm going to forewarn you this might be okay i'm gonna i'm gonna put this in now this might be a multi-part story i might have to do this in two parts but we'll see where we're at i just don't want it to be too too long um but just forewarning you there's a lot of abuse physically and a lot of child abuse well if there's no child abuse it's not fun if there's no child abuse it's not a cult um and <laughs> that's a better statement <laughs> and uh there's some mutilation so just warning you so let's start off with our boy rock 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 not to be confused with dwayne the rock johnson lovely man not a cult leader beautiful so, he's got a great book at my yes. work it's like 50 dollars. oh my god it's Man's supposed to be a like living, a table book yeah so he was born on may 16th of 1947 he is a taurus sun and an aries moon so Ooh, we got our sun and our moon yeah. in here. We I tried to look up his rising, but I didn't know what time he was born. So yeah, no one needs Damn to know it. that much about him. So <laughs> look a sentence in. Sag. Yeah. He was born in Sag Sag Saguenay, 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 Quebec, Saguenay. How, how do you spell it? S a g u e n a y. Sagany? <laughs> okay. I'm from S-A-G-U-E-N-A-Y. S-A-G-U-E-N-A-Y. E-N-A-Y. Saguenay. Sags. Saguenay. Pronunciate. Okay, let's he see He was born Google. in Quebec um, into a French-Canadian family. 
and he was raised in the Thetford Mines. So as a child, he was considered very intelligent, but dropped out of school in the seventh grade and began to teach himself the Old Testament of the Bible, as children do. That is like the number one. How do you tell if your kid is smart? Did they drop out in sixth grade? Not smart. Yeah. Like, end of story. Yeah. Not smart. Mm-mm. Um, so like many cult leaders, he did believe that the end of the world was near and it would be brought on by the war between good and evil. So he converted to Catholicism and to the Seventh Day Catholicism. Ad- Catholicism. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to Catholic school? <laughs> There's a lot of that that I've blocked out just from. Okay, well, it's sheer not trauma. Catholicism. <laughs> Catholicism. Catholicism. Yes. So he converted to Catholicism to the Seventh Day Adventist Church and began practicing. (laughs) (laughs) Now I can't can't even look at this word. I need to scroll past it because it's just making me laugh. (laughs) And he began practicing regular holistic beliefs, which encouraged a healthy lifestyle free of unhealthy food and tobacco. <clears throat> but I love unhealthy food and no, tobacco. Not in the Seventh Day Adventist Church. Well, no so in 1967, of. on November 11th, he married Francine Grenier. Grenier? Grenier. A girl from the next town over. They moved to Montreal, and over the next three years, she gave him two sons Rock Jr. and Francois. <laughs> <laughs> the most. I, I will name this one after myself. Yes. And, and Francois. Francois. <laughs> it's French. It's very French of them. I wish I could fake French fake French accent. Yeah, enough, I can't at all. I let me try. I will name him Francois. That, that was good? awful. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrendous. Okay, well. <laughs> um, That's so a... No, I'm not saying it. Keep going. So Terrio developed some severe ulcers, and he had to have them removed surgically, and he later developed complications from the surgery. So with persistent discomfort of his digestive system, um, he became obsessed with medicine. <laughs> medicine, what medicine. the hell? <laughs> so because of all of his discomfort, he became obsessed with medicine. <laughs> Fuck. He you became obsessed. Sharp hands. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he became obsessed with medicine and taught himself a great deal about anatomy. He also moved back to Th- the Thetford Mines and began developing his skills with woodworking. He became he became involved with municipal policies and joined Le Club de Aramis, which is the French analog to the Shriners, which he suborned for the use of his personal platform for a parody of Catholicism. Despite the Catholic roots of all other members, he also acquired a new interest in sex and sexuality, one which was not entirely appreciated by his in-laws. So, you can't have potato chips, but you can talk about your wet dreams. That's what I'm getting from this. Well, they didn't like that he talked about his wet dreams. Well, that's good. So he also started drinking very heavily, very heavily. Um, So as we said, he was doing some woodworking and he was an amateur wood sculptor um, and he would use his quote unquote sails 
as an excuse to go out to the mines in Quebec City on the weekends. So he would say he was going out there to sell some of his wood. Um, and he would go there and meet various women. Keep in mind, he's married with two kids. Yeah, you yeah. cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. So while he was there, he met Giselle. And Francine washed her hands of him. Said, fuck you, you drinking piece of shit. Good for you, Francine. Get out. Yes. Yeah. So this he then took up with Giselle. Energy. Yeah, Francine, honestly, best decision you've yeah, ever made in your honestly, life. Honestly, though. The best decision you've yeah. ever made. You dodged a like, fucking trust, bullet. Listen to this podcast and then yes. you'll understand. Um, so it was around this time that he discovered the Seventh-day Adventist church. Um, the Adventist was ministered by Pierre Zita. I don't know why I said that like Spanish. This is French. Um, <laughs> Pierre Zita. Pierre Zita. <laughs> um, although he was from, I think he was from, uh, what did it say? I think he was, oh, it wasn't Colombian. He was something else, but like, <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but I couldn't put it in there because I couldn't say it. So the Adventists were ministered by Pierre Zita, and they would meet in a local hotel room every Saturday to practice Adventist Things. stuff. I'm not Things a that seventh, Adventists do. Yes, I'm not a Seventh-day Adventist. I don't know what they do. Um, Same. So Terrio was their most devoted follower. He was hardcore. That's um, never a good sign. No, they didn't like it. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> they they, they, called, they were turned off by it. So... <laughs> He would follow their nutritional strictures. He quit drinking. Um, and his enthusiasm for God's work would actually unsettle the other Adventists. Oh. Um, and his boastfulness irritated those who knew he had a limited education on you gotta the religion. You got to be really into God to weird out Seventh-day Adventists. Yeah, I was going to say, like, to weird really out. Really like, into God. Yeah, they're like, you're fucking, you're too much. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's coming from people who are too much. Yeah, literally. Like, like that's... <laughs> Ooh. I'm sorry if you're a Seventh-day Adventist. Ooh. Yeah, that's okay if you are. I totally support you. But would you not agree? Would you not agree that, like, <laughs> that for what would it take weird? for somebody to be so into your religion that it would weird you weird out? Weird you out. Like, yeah. you're so into your religion. Yeah. So if somebody why. being so into your religion weirds you out? Like, that's, like, a lot. Red flag. <laughs> a huge yes. red flag. So he became fascinated with the Old Testament and with its strict... With its <laughs> strict codes of masculine authority. Um, he yeah. was also fascinated with the apocalypse and with its message of violent retribution for sin in the end of times and the division of the human race into the alive. <laughs> yeah. Same though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is this man? I'm so uncomfortable. I know. He, he's gross looking also. Yeah, no, he's not cute. No, don't follow anybody who's gross looking. If yeah. you're in, I mean, and not like follow like yeah, on Instagram. Like I mean, like in in life, like if they're gross looking and they're like really like authoritative. If he's not at least an mm-hmm. eight out of ten, mm-hmm. don't join the cult. Mm-hmm. Eight out of ten or higher, though, yeah. the cult's for you. Yep. <laughs> Stop letting creepy white men run your life, please. Also, that God, come please, on, please, God. <laughs> Um, So to make money, he would sell Adventist literature door to door. When he proved himself quite capable of this enterprise, um, the pastor, Mr. Zita, began giving him workshops on quitting smoking for him to run. So he would run these workshops. Um, This is a traditional gateway for Adventist evangelists. Yeah. Evangelical. 
evangelicalism. Evangelical. Ev- 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 because it's evangelist. Evangelical. Evangel- uh, evan- evangelicalism. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> ev- evangelicism? Is so that? Adventist evangelical. I can't fucking say this. You know, it's like e- evangelical. Yeah, even evangelical. Evangelicalism. Right? That. Um, the thing. That thing. You know, like evangelical oh my God. Christians? <clears throat> what? Sorry, I answered her and said thank you. And she said, the sound is awesome in it. I can hear everyone clearly Yay. and say that good follow them. You're going to eat your words when you listen to the witch, witch's witch. <laughs> yes, true. I'm saying I was just typing to ask if it was better. Oh, yay. Ha, ha, ha. Um, so, Hi. by 1977, he had amassed himself a number of followers, including Solange Bolliard, Chantal Ooh, Solange. Labrie, Solange, Ooh. not Knowles. No. <laughs> yeah, the not the good Solange. Yes, no. Uh, Francine Laflame, Nicole Rule, a woman known as Marcy. Ho- mm. I want to say Jose, but it's French. So Josie, maybe? Josie? J O S E. Josie? I don't think it's Josie. Josie? Maybe it is. Jose? 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 Jose Pelletier? Pelletier? Jacques? Yeah. Fistet. Ooh, that was good. Thank you. That's the only name I can say French. Uh, Claude. Oh, Claude. 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 Oulette. Oulette. <laughs> and Jacques Grigue. Grigue. Gregory. It's Jacques. Fuck, I told you I'm bad. I can't do French. I didn't take French in school. I took nope, Spanish. You're so. doing really good, Danny. And his wife, Mary. Okay. <laughs> right. Eat your you're almost there. Marcy. Mary, Mercy, Mercy, is it M E R C I? M A R Y S E. Mary C, Mercy, Mercy, it's Mercy. I don't know. And his wife, Mercy. Uh, I'm sure. gonna call her Miss yeah, Green. I don't. I don't have a clue. <laughs> and their six-month-old baby girl. So all of these people, plus Rock, began uh-huh. hanging around at Giselle's apartment. Though most of the girls were still living with their parents because they, I should mention, all these people um, were under the age of 24. They were between the ages of 18 and 24. They were children. Um, So they would hang out at Giselle's apartment and most of the girls were still living with their parents and the whole group would often spend the weekend crashing at uh, Giselle's on the couch, on the floor, literally wherever there was space. Anywhere there was space to lay down, they were sleeping there. (laughs) Um, So Terrio encouraged them all to drop out of college after all, Christ is coming. There wasn't much point in learning anything. If anyone is convincing you to drop out of college for Jesus Christ, don't do leave. it. Leave. <laughs> leave. This is not going in a good direction. Mm-mm. Okay? Mm-mm. Your student loans and your parents will not be happy with you. Literally. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So since our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is on his way, there wasn't any point in learning anything. Um, in a world that was already destined to ignite. I don't so, think that's how it works, but I guess he's entitled to his opinion. I've never met Jesus Christ, so I wouldn't know. Um, but I don't think he'd say... But I think the whole... Isn't the whole thing with religion is, like, you have the freedom of choice. It's just whether you make the right one or the wrong one. 
I have even less religious experience than you. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've so, been one with God, so. I think the whole thing about religion at its core, and correct me, my our religious followers and friends, if I'm incorrect, but I think the whole thing is just living a virtuous life. So I don't think it, like, it is about free will, but I think it's about just constantly making the right decision because it's the right decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not because it gains you this or that. Um, but I gotta say, I don't think dropping out of college for no for no, no reason is the right or the virtuous decision. No. Uh. Um, so, of course, Giselle being his girlfriend, she would kind of get really jealous of all these girls just lavished with rock. Because, fucking, why wouldn't she? He's got, like, Ten girls crashing at her house yeah, every weekend. Say, I'd probably take a pass on yeah, that I'd one. Be like, Firstly, this is my house. <laughs> Secondly, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so she, so he had also expressed um, interest in becoming a priest. And he was actually committed to total sobriety. So he wasn't drinking anymore. Uh, this is when Good his you, Adventist minister began to fear that the group was disaffected um, they were disaffecting the youth and they were attracted. Yes. So they were more attracted to rocks personality than they were to the actual oh, religion. I see. Yeah. He was a bad influence. Yes. They didn't think that they were all hanging out as seventh day Adventists. They thought that they were all hanging out as, as pals obsessed with rock. Um, which so I don't, can I, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. He ain't, he's, he's not really cool. not. Um, so Due to attempting to gain leadership, he was removed from the church. <laughs> yeah. He had he tried to him. stage a yeah, coup. He did. Did not go well. Mr. Zeta said, not to no, me, no. motherfucker. Um, so he had here. convinced himself that he was the people's savior. He strongly believed that he was put on earth by God to save the world from evil and the upcoming apocalypse. He now had a new goal. Create a free-thinking commune where his... I don't know why I put this word in here. Where his followers could listen to his teaching and live as equals sounds nice right that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself yeah so let's dive into the cult all right let's dive with his little entourage of eight people and a growing reputation as a quote-unquote healer and a sympathetic connection with seventh-day adventist health and food mission and literature suppliers uh terrio decided it was time that he move his little crew from the thetford mines to St. Marie, um, which is about 65 kilometers south of Quebec City. That means nothing okay. to me. Um, me neither. Absolutely nothing. But I, I like, guess the city's like big, and this is kind of far out of the city. Okay. Relevant. Oh, Quebec? Oh, well, yeah, Quebec yeah. City's big. Quebec I've never been there, big. but neither have I. I have heard good yeah. things. So he was out of the city. So they opened a healthy living clinic. That's literally what it was called. It was called Healthy Living Clinic. <laughs> really um, original. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he named his first child Rock and his second yeah. child Francois, so yeah, literally. what more can we expect? So this was an alternative medicine venue where you could get organic food, holistic literature, and help cure any alignment. Um, of course, cash only up front for everything <laughs> you required. And Terrio insisted that all of the people working there wear a uniform that was ankle length and a pullover tunic. <laughs> Green for the like, women, yeah. beige for the men. And our boy Rock wore a dark brown. I feel like Do you see where this is going? I was gonna say we're living out Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, who else wore the dark brown? Oh shit. 
Oh, mm-hmm. tea. Okay. I was originally going to say sounds like the Sephora tunics, but. No, they were ankle length. <laughs> Come on, I Sephora. Say, a little longer. Sephora says, show me them knees, no. girls. Put the knees away, Sephora. Come on. Yes. <laughs> Bring back ankle length tunics. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Could you imagine those would be horrendous? Oh my god. With the big red slit up the, the back. <laughs> Ew. Just like a big black oh pylon. Oh my god. Ew. Oh my god. Um, I've always so- wanted to look like a traffic cone. <laughs> yes. An aesthetic perfect. traffic cone. Uh, so not only was he making money through his enterprise, he was also attracting more followers through this business. So several of the clinic's patrons volunteered um, their time or financial donations. They were just giving them fucking money and time for absolutely no reason. Not absolutely no reason. They believed in him. They liked his holistic views. They thought he was doing good. I like holistic views too, but like... At this point, he's not a cult leader yet. The cult is not... These are also strangers. Yeah. These aren't his followers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, except for our girl, Miss Greenier, Marcy, Marcy, whatever her name is. Uh, Let's she, say Marcy. Let's Marcy? Just say Marcy. Marcy. Okay, we're going to call her Marcy. She hated being with the commune. And she hated <laughs> Good for um, Marcy. competing for all of his attention. She was not a fan. That's so, fair. eventually, Giselle became very concerned that she might lose Rock to one of the other girls. Um, and she took initiative to propose to him. And a week later, he said yes. A week later? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. He's having these meetings at her house. Bitches are crashing at her house all the time. She, instead of deciding to leave him, is like, you know what? I'm just going to ask him. And it takes him a week? Mm -hmm. The disrespect. Yeah, literally. I know. (laughs) Disgusting. Truly. Ladies, listen up. Men ain't shit. Don't you let them treat better. you like this. Come on. Oh, my God. So on January 8th of 1978, they were married in a Montreal Adventist church. Cute. Yes. So Pierre Zita, our priest from before who booted him from the, the church, um, he actually tried approaching parents of many of the girls um, and tried to convince Giselle to leave Rock. Good for you, Zita. Yeah. He was not a fan of what he was doing. He didn't think he was doing it for religious purposes. He saw through his shit and thought it was all selfish. Yeah, spoiler Um, alert. But unfortunately, Rock's place in their heart was was too deep for family or friends to displace. Damn it. Yep. Disgusting. So at one point, the police actually came on behalf of the family to speak to some of the girls. um, Because the families were worried. They were worried about their daughters. Fair yeah. enough. Totally. Um, and they wouldn't talk. They wouldn't say it. They would Sorry. They wouldn't what? They wouldn't talk to the police. They refused. Oh, the... The girls. The girls. Yeah. Uh, so, Terrio was their elected face to the outside world. So, even when local businessmen became filming... Uh, sorry. Became... Became? Why am I saying that? Began. 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 Pecan. 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 Why am I dumb? How do you say that? Began? Yeah, began. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think you're just, I don't, stroke. you're just overthinking it. I yeah, think. I really am. Yeah. Um, so even when local businessmen began filing in to the police station to complain about Rock's inability to pay outstanding bills, police's hands were tied. There wasn't really much they could do. Love that. Yeah. So in March of 1978, Geraldine Eau Claire, Eau Claire? was sure. admitted to the Healthy Living Clinic. She had been undergoing treatment for leukemia in Quebec City, and the things seemed to be going well, but Eau Claire's husband had fell in with Terrio, and Terrio convinced him, him being Mr. Eau Claire, to uh, let him visit Geraldine in the hospital. No. Yep. He got into a really loud argument with the doctors over the matter of Geraldine's treatment, particularly um, the amount of drugs and medicine they were giving her. Like they're giving her too much? Uh, For her cancer treatment. (laughs) Yeah, you get a lot of drugs when you have cancer. Like, nope, too many. Too many. Sir, what's your medical background? None. I once had a botched surgery. Chamomile tea. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Get out. Um, so he convinced Mr. Eau Claire to check her in to the Healthy Living Clinic. If someone is trying to tell you to remove your cancerous partner to go to a holistic healing center, yeah. don't do it. I know that the light might not be, like, you might not see it at the end of the tunnel, but fucking chamomile tea and peppermint oil isn't the answer i really hate to say it yeah like you could literally buy those things at shoppers drug mart do you think that if peppermint oil and chamomile tea could cure cancer cancer. anyone would have cancer most people have both of those things in their cupboard i have both those things in my cupboard right now i have both of those things in front of me right now yeah what the fuck man ain't gonna do shit no chamomile tea makes you kind of sleepy that's it peppermint oil spiders hate it great and good for headaches at least for me the pain of the peppermint like burning my eyes really distracts me from my headache yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) but it works i'm not focused on my headache anymore because my eyes fucking hurt they're watering and i can't see (laughs) it's like if someone is like oh does your finger hurt and then you say yeah and then they punch you in the arm and they say what about now same thing that's what peppermint oil is (laughs) Um, so when Geraldine was in the healthy living clinic, her father was not permitted to visit her. Only Mr. Eau Claire. <sighs> yep. So his treatment for her leukemia was <laughs> grape juice and organic food. He's a goddamn genius. Yes. Why didn't anyone else think of grape yes. juice and organic food? Needless to say, treatment. she did pass away. <sighs> yes. Sorry, we're joking about it, but like, that awful. Sucks. I mean, I know that like, and it's not you know it's not the husband's fault. No, not. not at all. It was honestly preying on the weak. That's what yeah. this is. Like he was just probably what was happening was whatever was happening at the hospital wasn't helping, and so he's just desperate for someone to save his wife. Yeah. Here comes this guy who has a reputation already as being a healer for whatever reason, and he's like, no, I can cure your wife. Like, I can do it. You're, you know, at some point, you're you're going to be desperate. And oh, that just fucking sucks. So lame. Yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah. Um, but, of course, this man being the reincarnation of Jesus Christ himself. Oh, yes, told I his forgot followers about that. He had gone into her room 
kissed her, she'd awaken from death. No. But he said that in the end, you know, when God wants people, he takes them. And it was Geraldine's time. I gotta tell you. Fuck you, man. Probably shouldn't be kissing dead bodies. That's a little <laughs> bit weird. <laughs> it's a little weird. Ooh. I don't think the husband was into it. Don't do that. No. Um, so in June of 1978, despite the success of the Healthy Living Clinic, um, it did face some pretty big problems, that being outstanding debt, oh. crippling debt, um, and second was constant police surveillance, <laughs> which they had been subjected to with uh, Miss Eau Claire's death. So she died and they were like, well. Yeah. Sus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. That's good. And then also, we talked a little bit before about how uh, Terrio was still friends with some of the health food and (laughs) missionary literature supply people from his former Seventh-day Adventist church. They cut him off. They were like, no more. We're not not giving you handouts. We're not helping you out anymore. Good. Um, So what is the best thing to do when you are faced with problems? Leave. So he moved. (laughs) They all got up. Run away from your yep. problems. They literally packed into a vehicle and set out. They wandered from town to town, um, down the Fleuve Saint Laurent nice. for a okay. month. Uh, the Fleuve, uh, the River Saint Laurent. Uh, so Saint in July, they found themselves in the wilderness. Live in the nomadic lifestyle, yeah. I think yeah. is what they call that. Yep. <laughs> um, so it was here where Terrio disclosed to his band of people his vision for the future. He told them, the world is going to end on February 17th of 1979 amid a storm of boulder-sized hail, earthquakes, and lightning. I don't, I don't think boulder-sized hail is going to happen. Yep. Maybe one day the world will end, but I don't think that 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 is going to happen. Global warming. I was going to say, Maybe if you said meteors, I'd believe you, but boulder-sized hail? I don't know. I'd love to see it, but... I don't think so. No. Um, so they were told that they, the commune, would be God's chosen, cho- chosen one, chosen one. God's chosen one. Chosen one. God's chodes. Um, God's chodes. <laughs> That's what you guys are. You guys are God's chodes. You're okay. our God's chodes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they would be God's chosen ones. And Terrio would be their guide. Okay. Yep. So the group set out on foot to the hills of the village of... Okay. This was another one I was having troubles with. The Spanish in me wants to say Hogus. I'm not Spanish. I shouldn't say the Spanish in me. The Spanish, the Spanish in you through Nico. In my brain through grade 12 and a little bit of Nico and his family. Yes. Wants to say Hogus, but I don't think that's what it is. How do you spell Saint it? St. Jogs. Jogs? St. Jogs? Yogs. Yogs. Maybe. Saint I don't know. Yokes? How do French people pronounce J's? I don't know. I don't know either. I know in Spanish it's H. Yeah. Um, so we're, we'll say St. Yogues. That sounds... St. Yogues. St. Yogurt. It's kind of cute, kind of fun. Yeah. Yogi Bear. Brings in a little bit of a lightness exactly. to this horrible story. Yes. I'm down for St. Yogues. <laughs> so on July 9th of 1978, they hiked for two days until they found an isolated hill beside a small body of wal- water. Two days? Yep. Called Le Sac, which means dry lake. Lesac. Les- I think it's Lesac. I don't know. Oh, 
<laughs> I said Lasak in my head like when I was reading it before, and I was like, "Don't say Lasak. It's not Lasak." It's too late. Lasak. Lacsek. Lacsek. Sorry, there's a C Lack-sack. there. I'm missing the C. Lacsek. Lacsek. Dry Lake. They. Okay. Dry Lake. Um, yeah. So Terio named the mound the Eternal Mountain because it wasn't a real mountain. It was just a little Sorry. hill on a on a mountain. Okay, <laughs> that's well. really all it was. And um, this is the Eternal Mountain. Yes. Everyone behind him is like, like "Sir, that's oh, a hill." <laughs> okay, yeah, that's great. So this is where Go they on. set set up base. They made a tent town. Um, they would get tools from their cars and trek back up because this ship was far into the woods. This so did they two day trek up, on then foot? two day trek back to the cars, and then two day trek back, or would, were they just like fucking around? They were trekking around days. looking for a place. Okay, looking for the best place, and then they found this. But then they would trek back and forth to the cars, um, obviously right. to get supplies and stuff, and they would occasionally go into the village to, of course, get supplies. Um, okay, I they see. worked for at least seventeen hours a day to clear the land. Um, so, if you remember a while ago, we named some of our followers, um, Jacques Fisset and Claude, hacked the ground with a shovel and a pickaxe where the center of the cabin would be. They worked all summer to dig a well, all summer for a well. And when they finally reached water, Rock declared it a miracle, even though they were digging all summer. What yeah. a miracle. Isn't a we miracle? found it. That was the plan the whole fucking time. It's not a miracle. If you're you did that well all summer, what do you mean? Where there's there was a lake. You're L- literally, yeah, somewhere. you're probably gonna find water eventually. Like not to like rain on your parade, homie, but yeah, I think that was just hard work. Yeah, to be honest. Um, so you remember those tunics? Yes. Yeah, that was still their uniform. So they would work <laughs> in those. Um, but of course, obviously. You know, floor-length tunics, not the most ideal for, like, building... Yeah, not very breathable. ...a city. But um, they smelled rank. Oh, smelled, and also they're long. You're going to trip over it. You're out in yeah. the wilderness. So, Rock commissioned new uniforms, which was a dark blue wrap-around short. Ra- like, like a wrap skirt? Like yeah. Like, wrap, like, wrap around. Wrap it around. But with shorts. Yeah, kind of reminded me of, like, like kind of, like, Buddhist vibes. Like, monks. Okay. You know, kind of give Probably me that vibe. A little bit. But, like, shorter. Free moving. Yeah. Um, and he would ration out the food. And if anybody complained about anything, like, hey, I'm, I'm hungry, you'd be punished by restricting your rations. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because, you that know, they're poor. Like they're, they don't have jobs anymore. The clinic's closed. Yeah. They literally have no money. Um, and, of course, his pain in his tummy... And his quote-unquote cancer prevented him from participating in any of the labor. Oh, he has cancer now? Uh, Quote-unquote cancer. He said he had cancer, which is why he couldn't help them build anything. Yeah. um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love that. I can't. I have cancer. I mean, I guess that is a valid excuse. Sorry. (laughs) If you actually have cancer, fair. But if you're just saying, yeah, sorry, my cancer's acting up because you don't want to help dig a well. Yeah, it's not fucking gout, okay? Yeah, that's problematic. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so his role was much more important for their spiritual salvation. That was his role. He wasn't a laborer. He was a spiritual salvationer. Salvationer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, sh- sure. Yeah. So he okay. would tell his followers that everybody in the outside world, most especially their families, their followers' families, were active oppressors of the righteous. And they were doomed to die 
for wow. all eternity and they would be given unforgivable harm. Yeah. Uh, I And also, like, just saying, these people are like, hey, sweetie, so I heard that you have eaten, you know, like a piece of toast and three green beans in the last three days. Maybe you should not be somewhere that starves you to death. Yeah, literally. You oppressor of religion. Yeah, how fucking huh? dare you? You're going to die and burn for all eternity. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I just want to make sure my kid doesn't yeah, starve to death. I but just was okay. offering you a honey bun. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to give you a honey bun. Um, so Yolanda Gwynnbert, Gwyn, uh, she had sure. joined with a group. Uh, she had joined the group with her friend Gabrielle Laval. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they said that they had to head back to France because their passport works. Where they their passport. They said they had to expired? head back to France because their passports were expiring. Uh, they were oh, lying. Darn. They were just really scared and they wanted to get out. Good call, yes. ladies. Good yes. call. So Leo Mark Foucher, he had joined the cl- uh, the community back when they had the Healthy Living Clinic. He and his wife and child um, had given Terry all of their money. All of it. Yeah. And Don't do that. loaded his possessions. Well, he loaded, sorry. He loaded all of his possessions into a wagon and pieced it back to town. He said, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Shit's getting weird. I don't like this. He left. Another good decision. Yeah. So this time when the people were leaving, Brock did nothing to stop them. Just kind of okay. made it clear that they were evil in the eyes of God to everybody who was still there. Yeah, so we're just going to let them go, but just so you know, yeah, God so you hates know. them. Yeah. Satan, absolute fucking spawns of Satan. Okay. Yeah. So by September, everything was done. The cabin was built, and it consisted of a single open room with a floor made of pounded wood rounds, and the well was in the center of the cabin. The ceiling was made of, like, moss and bark-covered logs, and rooms consisting only of meter-high part, uh, partitions and bed sheets that were hung like curtains. So this was going to be their home. What an odd place to put a well. Yeah, just inside in the middle of, of a the house. house. Yeah. I feel like, wouldn't everything be damp? Yeah. I mean, they're living in the woods. That's also true. I don't think and any of them are carpenters. Say, they were all children. And roof is <laughs> moss. moss. Sorry, um, how old were they? Well, they were between the ages of like, well, so the original people were between the ages of 24 and 18, but they did gain a following oh, from the Healthy geez. Living Clinic. Yeah. I don't know why, but I always was just, I was just picturing these people as like, 26 27 no they were young jesus that is young yeah oh man that makes it even sadder so this uh dinky little cabin was going to be their home until god began his thousand year reign on earth uh began um (laughs) (laughs) you know what (laughs) milk you're doing pretty good live um also so is he telling them that God's gonna be like, okay, I'm coming, I'm coming on down. It's my time. It's my time in the sun. Here's a mansion. Snap, pretty finger much snap. It's basically, mansion. gonna be like God's coming. Everybody else on the earth is gonna get wiped out. Absolutely everybody except us. So he'll reward us with like luxurious living. Oh, so we can steal all these dead people's houses. Yes. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Seems like um, bad juju, but whatever. So to commemorate their new life, because they were out in the commune, they were new people, uh, he gave all of them names from the Old Testament. Oh, and he himself that. became Moses. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
They also oh, refer to how him. How do you say extreme narcissist? Yeah. In, this one's in worse. I can't religion. take this one seriously. And this, both of these are used several times okay. in the upcoming pages. Um, so Rock and Giselle were now going to be Mammy and Pappy. Mammy and Pappy. P-A-P-Y. Pappy. And oh my Mammy. God. M-A-M-Y. Mammy. Girls and maybe not straight guys. Here's your new challenge. Next time, instead of calling your boyfriend daddy, call him pappy. Pappy. Not poppy. Not poppy. No. Not Spanish. P-A-P-P-I. Pappy. P-A-P-Y. Oh. Even worse. That's kind of like papy. Papy. (laughs) (laughs) Call your boyfriend papy. (laughs) (laughs) Call your girlfriends Mamie. Come on. Mamie. Mamie. Mamie and papy. Mamie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And of course... They didn't have any money, so they were collecting welfare checks. Ooh. Jonestown 2.0. Yes. For everybody in the group. And they had a monthly budget of $1,400. Not a lot for that many fucking I was going to say, how many people is that? Um, At this time, there's about, like, 20 of them. (laughs) That's not... I mean, I guess it was, like, the 80s, but still. And I guess they don't have rent to pay. No. $1,400 divided by 20 people. Yes. That's $70 a month each. Yes. Well, yeah, you're right, though. I guess they're not really going anywhere. Yeah. So so this whole time, uh, Mamie, Mommy, was Mamie. pregnant. Happy, so in October of 1978, pregnancy. she was six months pregnant. Yep. Okay. Not great. And she went to our boy Moses and said the women who had not been married yet were lonely. Oh, fuck you, Mammy. Yeah. Don't let's not do this. So I'm not <laughs> We're doing it. Poppy. Poppy related. Poppy. <laughs> I'm calling him Poppy from here on out. You guys yeah, are that's just gonna fair. have to take this seriously. So Poppy relayed the insight to the other girls, giving them the impression that it was mommy's idea and she was the first one to think about it. A few nights later, Nicole Rule confided that she and Moses had had intercourse where everybody else was working. You harlot. This hurt mommy a lot. It's um, mammy, isn't it? Or is it mommy? Mamie. I don't know. It's mammy. Mammy. Um, so she fled from the cabin, but enraged Papy. Pap- <laughs> Sorry, this is not very nice. <laughs> yeah, I feel dirty. I do. Um, so Giselle fled from the cabin and. Our boy Rock was fucking pissed, and he grabbed her by the throat. Okay. Until she was so scared that she agreed to return to the commune. No. Yeah. Don't. Yes. Don't return. So from here on out, because all those single gals, they were lonely. He went ahead and declared all commune marriages, other than the one between him and Mamie, void. I declare bankruptcy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so he then began marrying the women himself Mm. yes so these women that Mamie said were lonely I think she was hoping that maybe we could get them some boyfriends and he said no 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 I'll do you one better I'll marry them I'll marry all of you all of them yeah Yeah. Um, (laughs) Giselle's like fuck it's not what I meant god damn it so but of course she's scared of him yeah, you know? so, yeah. Well, I mean, you're pregnant, and he chokes you yeah. almost, like, to the point where you think you're going to die. Yeah. 
what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I want to keep you all to myself. No, mm-hmm. you're not gonna say that. Ugh. So when the Jonestown massacre occurred on November 18th of 1978, Terrio followed the story with keen interest. He even claimed to have done a vision of that event a year before. Bullshit. Um, to, he'd done it. He yes. had done a vision. Like he, he'd had a vision. Did I say done a vision? You said you said oh, he had I meant done to say a had. vision. I don't know why. I oh, said done. okay. I wasn't trying to be even no. annoying. I was just wondering if I was misunderstanding. No. <laughs> um. Okay. I just speak gibberish. Also, um, just saying, it's really easy to just say, "Oh yeah, I had a vision about that a year ago." Yeah. <laughs> like what? Piss off. Okay. Um, so they had a very pressing problem in the late 70s and 80s. Doomsday cults were now a household concern, along with serial killers. Ooh, Not a great a time. Dick. That's in, what happens. Yeah. Not a great time. Um, so the families of his followers attempted to disrupt the group again, and the police wanted to take him into custody, but lacked the evidence that he was a danger to himself or others. Nevertheless, he actually went willingly. And he underwent psychological evaluation. He claimed that he wasn't the quote-unquote leader of the group, that it was a commune and it was a democracy, and they lived in peace without any promiscuity. Bullshit, because he was fucking all those girls. Yeah, I was going to say, you He dead-ass married nine women. Yeah. Yeah. No promiscuity. I just have a literal harem. Yeah. But it's, it's super chill, you know. Yeah. Bro. So the authorities did realize that he was fucking batshit crazy. That's Um, good. But without any proof, they released him. Mm. They, because you can't prove like that. This guy's just fucking weird. Like you can't arrest yeah, somebody for that. There's really nothing not you can do. Nobody's speaking out against this. This hello. <laughs> I'm having a bad day. It's um, all the French Canadian. I know. I'm the French is really throwing me off. There's a lot That's of T's in French. That they don't mean anything. Yes. So, at this point, he abandoned his Adventist diet, and he began eating meat and junk food. Oh, you yes. pussy. Yep. <laughs> uh, he prostituted Gabrielle to a local grocer <gasps> so he could get Ew. some milk, meat, and cheese. He also For started... himself, I bet, too. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, fuck. Um, he also started drinking again after being sober for quite some time. And he began to deliver long... Began. Began. (laughs) Why is that word? I feel like I've been saying began my whole life. Began? Well, you've been wrong your whole life. Oh, my God. Began. He also began... That doesn't sound right to me. He also began to deliver long... He also started to deliver long, rambling, drunken sermons. And if anybody fell asleep, he would smack them over the head with a four-inch thick club. Oh, jeez. Yeah, don't fucking fall asleep. He, like, he's, went all in yeah. on it. Well, and he's also fucking intoxicated, which really doesn't yeah, help. Yeah, no. Um, so Marcy, a while back, uh, <laughs> she became pregnant. Um, I'm not going to get into the details of everybody's pregnancy. Long story short, he married nine women and fathered 20 children between nine women. <laughs> yeah. So one of the women, Marcy, was pregnant, and she ate two more pancakes than he allocated to her. And he punched her in the side and broke two of her ribs. <gasps> She's pregnant, Rock. Yeah. She's feeding another human being. That's Moses to you. Oh, yeah. Pappy Sorry. Or, or Pappy. Moses only. <laughs> yeah. 
happy, Moses, or bust. So another one of his favorite punishments would be to force someone to strip naked and stand in the snow for a few hours. No one would fight back, of course, because if they did, it would be like raising a hand against God himself. Yeah, um, if God was telling me to get naked and stand in the snow for hours, I would raise my hand. Fuck you, to God. Him. Yeah. Is that blasphemous? Mm-hmm. I'm committing to it. Mm-hmm. Bro. So Jacques Fisset, we talked about him a while ago. He left. Good uh, for you, Jacques. Our boy Pappy just told the others he'd been taken by the devil. All right. Yep. That's an easy yep. scapegoat. Have some imagination yep. at least. Yep. So Marcy began to talk about leaving and Pappy instructed Jacques. Sorry, there's more than one Jacques, remember. That was Jacques Fisset. Okay. The Jacques that is still here is Jacques Griguer. Giguer? Giguer. 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 That was good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so we're just going to call him Jacques now. So Marcy began to talk about leaving and Pappy instructed Jacques, Marcy's husband, in the eyes of the law, but not in the eyes of Pappy, um, to cut off one of her toes with an axe as punishment oh, yeah. for thinking about leaving. Uh, when he said no, because what the fuck, that's his wife. Yeah. Um, he taunted him. I'm okay. I'm not going to say this because I don't, it's a slur and it's not a nice slur. I'm not going to tell you what the slur is. Um, it's a slur towards the LGBTQ community. Okay. Tell me the slur. You don't. Oh, it's a the slur word? Yeah. Oh, um, okay. I'm going to change it. Okay. This is what he said. You what are you, mother flipper? A frog? Do you not have any balls? If you want to be a man, you have to learn how to teach your woman a lesson. Um, and of course, Jacques started crying because I mean, okay. So, if anybody said that to me, I would not be like, man, I'm, I'm a woman. Don't say I'm a frog, man. Yeah. Nothing. Sorry, I'm not. We're not gonna make frogs a slur word. It's just the closest thing I can think of right now. Um. But this was the 70s, so for those of you who are thinking, like, well, it's not that big of a deal that he's saying that, he's questioning his manhood, yeah, it, it kind of wasn't that open-minded back then. Um, so he started also, crying. I would, I, would, I, wouldn't, I would say that word was even more, it was, like, more of an NBD back then than it is now. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, like, yeah. it was an NBD for a people, like, not... Not that it wasn't a big deal, but like it was. I feel like it wasn't a big deal for people to say. Oh, but like, but like, um, if somebody said it to you, it was like, <gasps> like you should control your woman. Type yeah. thing. it's like, what do you? Uh, I yeah. am. I'm, I'm a man. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, so he wouldn't do it, and he was crying. So, Pappy threatened to cut off all of her toes himself. Yeah. Happy, um, you're a little baby back bitch. So, of course, he didn't want his wife to lose all of her toes, so he did cut off one of her baby toes. <gasps> there is a lot of conflicting information. Some information says that um, Jacques cut off his wife's toes. His, wi- his wife's toe. His wife's toe. His wife's toe. <laughs> um, <laughs> but other information says that Solange did it. There's a lot of conflicting information in terms yeah. of, like, police reports and their claims so yeah i think it's hard to to sort through it yeah too and and find the real story because it's always like somewhere in between right? yeah i have yeah. um there's a part literally coming up in like two seconds here um that all right no it's mm-hmm. not sorry it's coming up in a couple <laughs> minutes it's coming up in a couple minutes where it's um pappy's side of the story and mammy's side of the story 
No one gives a fuck about Pappy's side of the no. story. No, Let's no, no. Be but you'll see how fucking twisted the story gets. It's crazy. Um, so, as we said before, they changed the do- uh, the doom day to February 17th. Okay. And, of course, nothing That's happened. That's coming up quick. Yeah, no, nothing happened. February 17th came and went, and they were all mm, good. And you know what his excuse was? was? Tell me. Time passes differently for God than it does for us. <laughs> I mean, I guess you say he's up there. That's space. Bitch. Right? He can say whatever he yeah. wants. Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, that was enough Brutal. to keep them. They literally were like, all right, bet. Whatever you say. <laughs> sounds uh, good. Yeah. So yeah. one it's month like later. like that movie, Interstellar. Yeah. Where one minute on this planet is seven years on Earth. Yes. And then they get back and it was actually like 30 years. Yeah. God, that movie made me sob like a baby. Anyways. Sorry, so a month later, four days after Quebec City Le Soleil published a story on the group entitled, They are happy and free to leave if they wish. Are they though? Are they? Um, ten police officers sent a helicopter down to the Eternal Mountain and they arrested Pappy for obstruction of justice. And he nice. was ordered by the court to undergo psychological evaluation at Quebec City's Le Hôpital. Le I don't hôpital. know why I put the French version of hospital in here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because that you have to. Le Hôpital Robert Gifford. <laughs> Gifford? Gifford. I don't know. Yeah, I think Gifford um, is so good. So Mammy maintained the morale and isolation of the commune during Pappy's absence. And when the families Thanks, of other family. cult members tried to visit them or tried to talk some sense into everybody, they were treated coldly and it was made clear that they were not welcome. So the families did try oh. to come in Pappy's absence and Mommy said, Mm-mm, not today. Get the fuck no, out. No, no. Yeah, Mommy's got Pappy's back. Always remember that. So meanwhile. That's um, creepy. I hate it. Yes. Uh, Terrio was integrating himself at the hospital. He claimed that he had saved these kids from self-dissolution of drugs and put them on the right track. Did you? He was talking himself up at the he hospital. He really was. And yeah. I bet people were like, man, this guy, he really seems to know what he's talking mm-hmm. about. Ugh. Yep. So the director of the hospital in which he was at um, began to referring to him as Moses. Literally, fuck you. Okay. You, yeah. probably, you probably shouldn't indulge. Yeah. Um, and he did express his displeasure for the public and he didn't like that they were assuming that because he had a different lifestyle that he had been sent in for evaluation. They didn't like that. They just because oh. he lives differently, you can't assume he's crazy. This yeah, the is fucking where... doctor said that. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's not your job to care about why other people think he's crazy. Yes. It's your job to, find to out determine if he, if he actually is. <laughs> yes. You bitch. Um, so he was released from the hospital early, and the judge fit him to stand trial for obstruction to justice. He was given a one-year suspended sentence, and the media began to portray, portray him as a gentle mountain man who would run afoul of a prejudiced in- industrial society. Nope. He just was cutting people's toes off and making naked people stand in the snow, but yep. go off, I guess. Um, so, of course, in the eyes of his followers, this was just like, he is God. We fucking knew it. See? We knew it. He's not crazy. No, nope, he is. He's a gentle mountain man. 
Nope, he's not. No, he sure isn't. Um, so yeah, from their point of view, it was if psychiatric experts couldn't find anything wrong with him, why Which, would they? You know what? Unfortunately, that's some sound like, logic. Like, that honestly. makes sense, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's why that type of job is so important. Mm-hmm. Because ugh, if a trained professional whose literal job is to figure that shit out is like, no, he's fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're the crazy one. You're yeah. not. To mm-hmm. clarify, you're not. But your brain says maybe you are. Mm-hmm. I hate Trash. That. So, um, in early November of 1980, Guy Veer joined the commune. Commune? What did I Commune. <laughs> the commune. Um, so, in early November of 1980, Guy Veer joined the commune. Um, he was the first new member of the group since the Healthy Living Clinic. Wild, I know. Um, wow. Yeah, they I mean, really, not a lot of people are going to find them in the middle of butt fuck nowhere. Also, that is fair. Yeah. I mean, they but would go into the city from time to time. So, yeah, they didn't only make money with the welfare checks. They also would, like, go into town and sell, like, baked goods and shit. Like, just. I would, uh, can you imagine buying baked goods from Rock Terrio? Yeah. Could you imagine eating at a like restaurant shit and, moss. and doing research for our spooky cult podcast at a restaurant that's a cult? you know what (laughs) for context for those of you who don't know there's a very well-known cult here in bc uh called the yellow deli and they have a literal like restaurant that's that's not what the cult's called well the cult is via the yellow deli here let me goes there to do do. research for our podcast about what's it called (laughs) serial killers and cults the seven people's Tribe? Oh the 12 tribes that's what it's called it's called 12 tribes i didn't even you should do an them. episode on them um yeah actually people have been asking me to but they give me anxiety okay back to guy guy so yeah he was the first new member since the healthy living clinic and he had actually undergone treatment for depression at the same hospital that pappy was at i wonder what the treatment was probably just straight heroin yeah probably yeah so after hearing about um, Terrio on the TV, he decided to head for the hills. He went out there, and Gabrielle, who was their cult nurse, for lack That's of better words, she was basically like their nurse. Like she was like, if anything bad happened, she was the cult nurse. Um, so okay, you had well to pack. It's good that pack. What the fuck am I saying? You had to pass an examination, and Guy did. And he was permitted to stay on the commune in the storage shed away from Terrio and his family. Okay. So he got a small wood stove, a case of 24 bottles of home-brewed beer, two hens, <laughs> a rooster, shitty beer. and one meal a day. One meal, one a, day. meal a day. So his job, in addition to the normal responsibilities of chopping wood and storing food rations and getting ready for winter, like bears um he would babysit the non terrio children like the ones that were the ones that were not fathered by pappy so how many of those were there there were 21 that were his oh there's only three yeah um but he was not mentally stable great so he would look after the animals not the the three children that were not Pappies. 
How how else do you hammer into a child's head that we don't give a fuck about you? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Awful. Love that. So, um, on March 23rd, you remember Rock 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 <laughs> Rock Junior and yes. Francois. And Francois. So they were coming to visit their dad on the commune. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Why the fuck that lady let them? I don't know. Mom. Um. So guy was up. not invited, and he was told to look after the three outsider children. So this is where the story. We're not really sure what exactly happened. There's two sides. So. Okay. There's two versions of what happened. The quote-unquote official version that was given to the court by Pappy and Guy, Guy, Mr. Beer, and the commune members um, says that Samuel was crying that night and keeping Beer awake. Beer lost his temper, started screaming at the child to be quiet, and then picked up the two-year-old. This is not nice. This is very not nice. Content warning. Very big content warning picked up the two-year-old by the throat and plunged his fist into the child's face five or six times. The next day, Rock discovered what had happened and placed Samuel under the care of Gabrielle, the nurse for the group. Allegedly, baby Samuel's head was flopping around on his neck and his penis had swelled up. What? Rock took a pair of scissors after sterilizing them in alcohol and lanced Samuel's penis to permit urine flow. The next morning, Samuel was found dead and this was the account that was accepted by the courts. So according to okay. written in the book called Savage Messiah, um, it was released about the, about the cult. They had an interview with Giselle. This is what Giselle says happened. So Giselle said, Samuel's face was bruised in the morning on the 24th of March, but there was nothing else wrong with him. However, Rock decided that the child needed to be circumcised. He used 94% alcohol to... Um, Sterilize a razor, and he also poured Didn't some on a rubber ball. Ninety-four percent. Maybe back in also, the eighties. Also, fun fun fact for everybody: that won't sterilize it. Uh-uh. You have to use seventy yeah. percent. Anything higher than seventy percent doesn't sterilize because it evaporates too fast. Yeah. So ninety-nine cleans, seventy sterilizes. Yeah. Get it together, Rough. people. R U F F. So yeah. So he also poured some onto a rubber bulb which he squeezed into Samuel's mouth as an anesthetic. She believes that the case... A rubber of, bulb? Like a little, like, rubber cap. Uh, rubber cap. Like, 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 like a ball gag. I guess kind of like a soother. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, and that's what he used as an anesthetic? Yeah, so Giselle nice. believes that he died by alcohol poisoning, not by... Oh, yeah. no. So after hearing about the baby's death, because this was actually Marcy. This was her son. It was Marcy and her husband. Yeah, it was their son. So she went back to work. Just as normal. So at supper, um, Terrio suggested that they burn the baby's remains. Because if they had buried them, they were worried that birds or wildlife might dig them Birds up. or wildlife or police. Yeah. You know, any of those. Um, So Marcy and Jacques agreed, and Cloud did the honors. And Life of the Commune just went back to normal. So six months went by, 
everything was all good. And then one night in September, Pappy got very drunk and was very angry with beer for some reason and decided that he should stand trial for his crime with baby Samuel. I mean, not... Like, I would say the most reasonable thing he said so far. Yes. So he Although wanted... maybe at, like, actual court, but yeah. that's just me. So we got a DIY court here. So Jacques <laughs> was court. appointed the judge, and Jacques was the baby's father. Uh, oh, Giselle wow. was the that's prosecution. Claude was the lawyer for the defense. Gabrielle would be the coroner. And Rock and his other six wives would act as a jury. This is like a, a like a role play dinner yeah, party. Literally, I'm pretty sure I've done this in theater class. Right. Um, so the trial lasted an hour, and the verdict was unanimous: not guilty by reason of insanity. Pappy well, was not satisfied with that decision. I mean, like that is actually a reasonable decision to come yeah. to, I guess. Also. If we're believing, like, it's hard to know who we're believing. But if yeah. we're believing what um, Mommy said, it was not Veer at all. Yeah, it was. It was 100% rock. Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah, he was not satisfied with that decision. And a couple of hours later, he took Jacques aside and suggested that they castrate Veer. As one does. Um, uh. Jacques did not like the idea. But Terrio called another vote anyway, and a jury of 10, including the son, Rock Jr., voted against the new motion. So Jacques, Marcy, and Giselle were the only three who voted against it. Everybody else voted for it. Uh. Yep. So Beer had stayed quiet the whole evening. He obviously didn't fucking want to get castrated yeah i would imagine not um but terrio talked him into it um he claimed it was it would cure his <laughs> this part's gonna be hard for me to say they claimed it would cure his headaches as well as his excessive masturbation that was causing respiratory difficulties <laughs> I'm sorry if you're an excessive masturbator. Um, um, that might be why you have respiratory issues. Sorry, how much do you have to masturbate to have res- respiratory also, issues? Also, isn't it a workout? Wouldn't it like do the opposite? Well, also, how much of your body are you putting into masturbation? I th- oh, all it takes so is a little if wrist you're work. Excessive. Yeah, that sounds excessive. Yeah, but maybe if you're an excessive masturbator, you're. Picking throwing up some your new whole body into it. Yeah. Rocking back and forth. Trip, tricks and tips and... Yeah, maybe he has, like, yo-yo tricks but between the legs. Front side, back <laughs> side. <laughs> okay. He's getting castrated, so this is not very nice. Um, um, yeah. I mean, he... Yeah, okay. So... Castrate me, baby. Yes. Terrio explained that in the hierarchy of the group, Veer was a slave... And if he underwent castration, he would become a eunuch, which is a step up. So, is it? I feel, I've seen Game of Thrones, and I yeah. think that eunuchs are not in good standing. I don't think Beer knows that though. Okay, um, Beer, so you should have watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> he asked Beer to write a letter of consent. 
and say he told him if you don't want to sign it i'm gonna fucking make you sign it anyway so if you don't want to sign it i'm gonna do it and forge your signature if you don't want to sign it fuck you i'm holding your hand and doing it with you um we'll do it together yes so terrio had beard lie on the kitchen table and gabrielle fetched the the medicinal (laughs) the medical instruments being an elastic band a razor blade a magnifying glass a pair of tweezers and alcohol Beers, scrotum, bled for a week. I wonder how do you... So when one goes about castration, Mm -hmm. are you literally like chopping the penis off? Are you removing the balls? The balls. Okay. Yeah. Um, He never complained of another another headache, so... Yeah, because like we were talking about earlier... All of the attention was on the pain in his dick. Yeah, literally. Um, so, of course, Pappy being the crazy son of a bitch he is, he felt that beer was now a security risk. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say he's, like, wrong. He's not, not a security risk. Considering that you removed his balls. Yeah. Um, and he quite nothing. literally has, like, the most solid proof. Yeah. The lack of balls. Yeah, he doesn't have balls anymore. Yeah. It's just an empty sag. Yes. An empty sagging sack. So he felt that he was a security risk. Um, so he enjoyed tormenting him, beating him, and playing games in which he would instruct his followers to pierce him through the chest with knives. What? Yeah. Um, and tell them to make him bleed to death just to call him off the way God called off Abraham from sacrificing Isaac at the very last minute. All right. Fuck this guy. Yeah. So on November 5th, Veer fucking dipped. He got the fuck out of there. He escaped. Good he said no you, more. Beer. Good job. I mean, a couple months too late. You don't have balls anymore, but yeah. you, you did it. You got out. Um, so he made it to the village of St. Yogs. 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 Where um, he told the villagers that a baby had died after being kicked by a horse. So the police raided the compound, arrested Terrio and Samuel's parents, and relocated seven children into foster homes. They found the child's remains on the commune, and the members told the story of Veer's beating the child. They also found Veer's letter of consent to the castration operation, and, and even the ballots that had been used binding. to vote. Yeah. God, can you imagine finding all that? Not only finding someone saying, yeah, you can cut my balls off, but then literally papers that voted to do it. Mm-hmm. How, f- like, what the uh, fuck? You, like, what the fuck would you even think going into yeah, that? Yeah, like, I would be like, oh, I am not doing that. I'm not doing that. No. I'm passing. I'm going to let you get anyone else to handle that, please. Yeah. It's not for me. So nobody questioned by the police was upset or embarrassed about what had happened um, or that they had a 12-year-old boy involved in the fucking ballots and the decision-making there. Nobody really cared. Um, After the coroner determined that the group was criminally responsible for the death of Samuel, the police made the following charges. Rock, Jacques, and Marcy... Sorry, Rock, Jacques, Marcy, Gabrielle, and Veer were all charged with criminal negligence causing bodily harm to Samuel. Claude, who burned the body, was charged with obstruction of justice. Jacques and Marcy were charged with neglect towards their oldest daughter, now five, 
and Claude and Solange were similarly charged for their treatment of their son, Simon, who is now three years old. And Rock's like, I got so many kids, I didn't even know that those two were here. Mm-hmm. So Terrio and Laval were charged with the bodily harm and intent to mutilate Mr. Veer. And all of the accused pleaded not guilty. Jacques, Marcy, Claude, Solange, and Mr. Veer. They were all released on the condition that they would not return to the cabin. Terrio and Laval were denied bail as they were held to be a danger to society. Uh, yeah, true. Yep. Thank, so, thank you, God. Yeah. At the end of the nine-month trial, during which the commune members moved to the town of New Carlisle, not to be confused with... With Twilight. old Carlisle? Nope. New with Carlisle. hot Dr. Carlisle? No, no, no. Not None him. of those. Um, this is where the trial was held, so that's where they all moved there. All parties were found guilty of all charges. Marcy and Solange got three years probation. Jacques and Claude received six months in prison and three years probation for child abandonment. Mr. Veer was sentenced, but later acquitted for mental incompetence and returned to the hospital where he was originally treated. Gabrielle was sentenced to nine months in jail and three years probation. Rock was sentenced to two years, less than a day in prison, um, and three years probation on each of two charges to be served concurrently. He was transferred to the Orsainville Detention Center in Quebec City. So the members of the group disturbed themselves, sorry, disturbed distributed themselves between four apartments in Quebec City to be near their leader. The police raised their... Ra- raised. Police raided the cabin. Okay. Raised the cabin. Raised um, it. Uh, yeah, they, and they bulldozed the ashes. Terrio began to assemble notes for a book. The whole thing seemed to be over. But it was only getting started. Okay, that came way later than I thought it would. Yeah. I think you're right. I think this is a two-parter. I'm only on page 13 also. What? Yeah. I think that next episode is going to be a strong tums only. Mm -hmm. If you have a weak tum, maybe pass. Yeah. I have a squeamish tum, so this is going to be an interesting one for me. Um, Yeah. Rotten. Rotten. Well, I think that it's time for a happy. <laughs> yeah. We need a really good one after all of that. I know, this is fucking long. I mean, we yeah. did chat for, like, quite a bit, so. Yeah, but. Hopefully it won't be that long. It'll be kind of long, but that's okay. You guys don't mind, do you? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> um, hmm. What? Is my oh my happy is that somebody called Urinal Sushi just started following me on Instagram. Oh, that's um, they've been following the they follow the podcast. Oh, it's this girl. She's actually yeah. super cute. Shout out to Ur- Urinal Sushi. Um, no, my happy is oh my happy is that I got the newest Tomb Raider game for free on PlayStation Plus. Nice. Yeah, it's the third one in the new Tomb Raider reboot series um and so i got the second one i played the first one i used to own it or maybe i currently own it on xbox and then i got the second one for playstation 4 for christmas because my family just got a playstation 4 and then that 
the third one was on PlayStation Plus for free, so now I have all three of them. Nice. No, I actually don't have a happy. I have a sad. I'm going to give you a what? sad. Uh, my okay. best friend is moving across the world in a week, and I'm really upset. Oh my god, is it only a week? She's leaving on the 7th. Jade! How long yeah. is she going to be gone for? Definitely. Jade! Yeah. Where is she moving to? India? Korea, South Korea. Oh, right. That's even I'm cooler. very excited for her, and I'm very happy for her, but I'm very sad. Yeah, I know. For those of you who really don't sad. know, Jade and I have literally been friends since the fourth grade. <laughs> Yeah. And we're 24, so... We used to live on the other side of each other's walls. Yeah, we also used to be neighbors. <laughs> she moved into my old house. <laughs> mm. We still live very close to each other, but, like, she's... Really like, we used sad. to, like, be able to, like, knock on the walls at each other. <laughs> like, our, cl- yeah. our houses are connected. And, and when I time. would shower and listen to my music, she'd, like, text me. She'd be like, turn it up. And we're like, I <laughs> bet. <laughs> sad yeah, I'm very and what upset. a time to i know to have this happen because you can't even cram jade time wait no she's in your bubble isn't she She is in my bubble oh yeah. good okay you can cram jade time yeah jade just know i'll be sharing your your pictures in south korea on my facebook page <laughs> when i'm drunk okay i'll be thinking about you um oh jade messaged me oh yeah actually and i never opened it you bitch <laughs> i oh am my a bitch God. Um, I am, Jade, I am sorry. I'm awful. She's the awful. worst at texting Jade. Don't fucking take it personally. <laughs> like, actually. Like, genuinely, <laughs> if you think you're bad at texting, you haven't met Sage. <laughs> I think my favorite thing, and this is not, I'm not, I'm, I'm putting you on blast here, but this is not, roast I'm not being me. serious. So, yes, are you ready? It's time to roast Sage. So my favorite thing about Sage there are many, but this has to be my number one. <laughs> if she will not respond to a text for three business days, and if you don't respond to a text within 12 hours, she thinks you're mad at her. <laughs> Can you tell she's a cancer, folks? Can you tell what gave it away? <laughs> it's all a part of your charm it's so funny um yeah right that's just i think that that's just something that people well that's just sage i think that's my thing is that i just will yeah um but anyways (laughs) jade oh okay if you don't remember my happy from the other day the other episode it was bridgerton Oh, fuck, Jade. Jade loves that show. Because it's so good, Jade. Thank you. <gasps> Sorry, I do have a happy, a proper happy. Netflix is coming out with a documentary about the Alyssa Lamb Cecil Hotel fucking shit that went down that's, like, super mysterious and nobody really knows what happened. Is it going to be... Wait, isn't... It, there's already an episode on Netflix. Oh, it's a whole documentary, though, you it's, said. Yeah, I think yeah. it's, like, a docu-series. Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Season 1 is coming February 10th. The notorious Cecil Hotel grows in infamy when guest Alyssa Lamb vanishes. The creator of the Ted Bundy tapes dives into the crime's darkest places. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Um, I will 
definitely be watching that. Yes. Definitely be having popcorn. <laughs> for nice. sure. For that. Yeah, I'm super fucking pumped. That case is like that one case that like bugs me. This has been a long ass it episode. It sure has. And we're not even done. No, we have a whole new I will be taking over Sage's episode next week. Yes. Um, she's still going to do one, but you know how we usually pass back and forth? I'll just I don't think that up. you guys want to wait another two weeks yeah. for the next episode. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's kind of unfair. So yeah. I will and do next confusing. week's episode. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I think that, yeah, with that, where can they find us, Danny? You can find us on Instagram at Silence of the Hags. Uh, you can that's where you can contact us oh also sorry let me just i just want to say thank you to one of our followers who has been really active and vocal lately and giving us tips and updating us when she's listening to episodes and it really Mm -hmm. warms my heart um her her at is grippy 22 she's she's private so don't bug her Yes, but leave her alone. But, <laughs> but just <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Griffy. You're so yeah. sweet. And we really appreciate all of your messages. It really warms our heart. Totally. <laughs> Anyways, um, back to where topic. you can find us. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys can also email us at silence of the hags if you at gmail.com. Um, if you don't have Instagram and you want to reach out to us, it's easier to reach out to us on Instagram. But we also accept emails. We do. We'll take them. Um, we like emails. We, we do. get we do. very few of them. They're funny. <laughs> emails are fun. Nobody yeah. ever sends e- e- Personal emails are fun, I should say. Yeah, you can listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and then a bunch of other. Yeah, I'm not those just, are I'm the not main gonna ones. Keep, keep listening. Them, but. Yeah, you've heard this is episode 34. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think, I think we're going to sign out with that, guys. Thanks yeah. for listening. And bye-bye. Bye-bye.